Hey, mama. So today's episode is super special. If you notice, today is Friday and it's not an interview. Well, that is because we are at the 50th episode. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe that I have hit 50 episodes. Like that is a major milestone in the podcasting space. I made it past the pod fade, you know, where you drop out at almost 10 episodes. I made it past that and I made it to 50 episodes. I am so excited and this has been such an incredible journey. And so that is why in this episode, I am going to be sharing the five things that I have learned in podcasting for 50 episodes. And I'm going to be coming at this from the perspective of a podcast host, not a podcast strategist, not a podcast producer, none of that. I am talking about what I have learned in hosting my podcast. But because this is the 50th episode, I have to do something special. And so I am doing a giveaway. And for this giveaway, I am giving one lucky winner a free strategy session with me. And this is pretty much where you get me for 60 minutes and you can pick my brain about anything podcast related. And so whether you have a podcast or you're in the planning stages of your podcast, this giveaway is perfect for you. We literally can talk about anything. If you want support with mapping out content, if you have questions about how to monetize your podcast, literally anything you need help with, you get my time for 60 minutes. That is huge. So to enter the giveaway. The first way you can enter, and this is the main way you have to enter, is you leave a review. Before you submit that review, though, you're going to take a screenshot and share it in your stories and tag me. That will get you entered into the giveaway. If you aren't on Instagram, then you can email me that screenshot, and that will count as entering you into the giveaway. Now, if you want a bonus entry, all you have to do is complete the survey. It is a 10-question survey, no strings attached, and the survey can be found at www.mamaturnmompreneur.com forward slash survey. All of this will be included in the episode description and the show notes. So if you forget, don't worry, it'll be right there for you. Now, the giveaway ends Friday, April 21st, 2023 at 11.59 p.m. Anything submitted after that is not going to be counted. And the winner will be announced on Monday, April 24th, 2023. And I will announce it in Monday's podcast episode. So make sure if you aren't following, follow so you don't miss hearing your name called. And I will also share it on Instagram. And if you are on Instagram, I will tag you in it. All right, mama, let's jump into the 50th episode. Woo! Hey, mama. Welcome to the Mama Term Mompreneur podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Singletary, a wife, mama of two, and former virtual assistant turned podcast strategist and producer. 
This is a podcast for the mama who is burnt out trying to build her business on social media. You're tired of putting in so much time and energy marketing your business on social media only to hear crickets and barely get any engagement on your posts. You don't have time to waste as a busy mama and you need an effective way to generate leads for your business. Well, mama, you're in the right place. On this podcast, I will be giving you the inside scoop on how to create a podcast that generates consistent leads for your business on autopilot, mixed in with some mompreneur hacks and tips for growing your business as a busy mama. So grab your coffee, your notebook and pen, put in those earbuds, and let's dive in. Okay, so five things that I have learned in podcasting for 50 episodes. So the first thing I learned is that imperfect action is better than no action. And I learned this in that when I launched my podcast, and I've shared this before, I launched it without strategy. I just wanted to get my podcast out there. And part of why I didn't launch it with strategy was some imposter syndrome was coming up and worrying what other people may say or think. But I did it. I got it out there. And although I didn't launch it the way I wanted to so that it was a direct extension of my business, I eventually got it together and it is now in alignment with my business. But if I had never took that first step and launched the podcast and just went with it, I would not be here at 50 episodes today. And so imperfect action is better than no action. So this is for the mama out there who has been sitting on that dream about starting a podcast and is letting every little mindset obstacle come up, stop her from moving forward with her podcast. Imperfect action is better than no action. Just do it, mama. Launch that podcast. You can clean it up along the way. I, me, a podcast strategist, launched my podcast with no strategy. The first three episodes had nothing to do with podcasting, which did not make sense because I'm a podcast strategist, but I got it out there. I did it. And along the way, I got it together so that it was in alignment with my business. So if I can do it, you can do it too, mama. The second lesson I learned is connecting with other podcasters is critical to your podcast success. Even as a podcast strategist, I have connected with so many amazing moms who have podcasts and they honestly keep me going connecting with them, talking to them, hearing about what they've learned in their podcasting journey, it keeps me going. And so you need that community of podcasters. If you are a podcast host and you don't have any friends who have podcasts, you don't have anyone, even in the online space, you don't have anyone that you can talk to about podcasting, you need to find your community. It is so needed because as a podcaster, there are so many things that come up. You are on the other end of a microphone and 
And sometimes you don't even know if people are listening to your podcast episodes. And sometimes it can be really discouraging. And so you need other podcasters to talk to, to share that with, even to just bounce ideas off of. Like that is so needed in the podcasting space. So find your community, get you some podcasting friends. You need it. The third thing that I learned is that you don't need a fancy setup to get quality audio. So I'm about to describe my setup to you guys. I've said this before, but I record my episodes in my closet and how I have it set up. So I has my little table. I use the box that my son's potty for potty training came in. That's my table. And then I take one of my husband's shoe boxes and I sit it on top of that and kind of put it at an angle and I have my laptop on there. And then the microphone is sitting on the potty box. That is my setup. It is nothing special. My microphone is the Samson Q2U and this microphone was under $100. I love this microphone. I hear all the time from people about how amazing my audio sounds. And that's my setup. It is nothing special. I don't record in the studio or anything like that. And so you don't need a fancy setup to get quality audio. Side note, if you are recording in your home, please don't go buy the Blue Yeti mic. I'm so tired of people recommending that microphone. It is not idea for recording in your home. It is perfect if you are in a studio where they have, you know, all the soundproofing and all of that good stuff. But in your home, you don't have that. Nine times out of 10, if you are a mom with a podcast, one of your kids is running around screaming somewhere. And those Blue Yeti mics, they are super sensitive. They pick up every little sound because they're a condenser mic. You want a dynamic mic. Get the Samsung Q2U. Stay away from Blue Yeti mics, please. Don't get that. <laughs> they are not ideal for recording in your home. And I know some people are like, oh, well, I get good audio. Yeah, you're an anomaly. That's not the norm. Most people who record with that mic, they do not get great audio. So anyways, that's just my little tidbit about that. You do not need an expensive mic. You do not need this profound setup. Keep it basic. If you have a walk-in closet and it's carpeted and you have all these clothes and this soft stuff around you, you will sound like you are recording in a studio. That's all you need. So keep it basic. Okay. (laughs) Okay. The fourth thing that I learned is that podcasting is perfect for introverts. So I am a introvert. Now you may not know that, hearing me behind this microphone, you know, seeing a lot of the things that I do, how I show up on social media and different things like that. But I am an introvert. You know, engaging a lot, socializing a lot is very draining for me. Anytime I go to an event or anything like that where I am around a lot of people, I have to go home and rest after that. I tell my husband, I'm like, I can't talk right now. I need to get my energy back up. I am an introvert at heart, but behind this microphone, you would never know that. 
And there is just something so empowering about podcasting. And not to say that introverts aren't empowered or anything like that, but it's just, I feel like for introverts, it is a really beautiful way for you to allow the world to get to know the real you that you may not show necessarily. And so for me as an introvert, for me to open up and really let you see my personality, I have to feel safe with you. I have to trust you. And so behind this microphone, I feel safe. I trust my audience. I love showing the real Andrea to you guys, letting everything out, letting all my quirks and all of my craziness show. And so podcasting is for introverts. It's the perfect way. And I like it too, because you don't have to do the video part. And sometimes, you know, we can be self-conscious with video, you know, making sure, oh, does this look right? Does that look right? And everything. But when you just do audio podcasts, you don't need to do all that. And you you can relax and have fun and let the real you shine through. So podcasting is perfect for introverts. Okay. And the last lesson that I have learned in podcasting for 50 episodes is having guests on your show should be mutually beneficial. Now, you may be thinking, Andrea, aren't you supposed to share your platform? Aren't you supposed to welcome people on your platform? No. (laughs) And the reason why I say that is because I've had a lot of guests on my show. And one of the most discouraging things or maybe frustrating things about being a podcast host who has guests is when you contact the guests to let them know that their episode is going to go live and either they don't respond or they're not really willing to share the graphics or, you know, that you created for promotion, even though they agreed to do it, but they're not willing to share it. And so I've had that quite a bit. And then I've had those guests who've gone above and beyond anything that I would have imagined or expected. I've had guests that have taken my graphics and created more graphics and have shared their episodes with their email lists, you know, posted it on all their social media platforms, created videos, you know, sharing about their experience being on my podcast. And so I I've found that because there's so much that goes into interviews and I don't think guests really consider all of this, but there's a lot that goes into podcast guesting and editing those interviews. You know, how I edit, I do deep editing. And so for all of my guests, we record on separate tracks. And so I'm literally editing both tracks. So that's very time consuming, but also creating the graphics And even before that, coming up with the interview questions, you know, making sure that I'm asking really great questions to one, bring value to my audience, but also to really highlight this guest, because that is part of why I have guests on my show. I do want to highlight them. I want my audience to know of these amazing women that they have the potential to work with. So there's a lot that goes into all of that. And so to have someone not respond to your email about their episode going live or 
responding months later after the episode went live, that's really frustrating because I, as a host, and I, I know there's some hosts that do this, but I don't, you know, I'm not having you pay a fee to be on my show. All I'm asking is that you share your episode with your audience, you know, and at least let me know you actually enjoyed being on my podcast, you know? And so I, I've i gotten to a point now where I'm mostly interested in having guests on my show where we can do podcast swaps. And I'm going to do an episode on podcast guesting and all of that in the future. So I'm not going to go deep into this, but this journey to 50 episodes, it's really caused me to do things differently when it comes to guesting on my shows. And so one of the things I've also done is that after April, so April 2023, I'm taking a break from doing any interviews, from recording any interviews, and I won't be resuming until September of 2023. And like I said, there's a lot that goes into these interviews, you know, preparing and setting everything up, editing, like the whole production piece. And so I'm taking a break because I did a lot of interviews within these 50 episodes. And I still have a bank of interviews that I have to get out. So even though I'm not going to be recording any after April, you guys are still going to hear a lot of interviews. Like I have at least three months worth of interviews in the bank. Yeah, that's how many interviews I've done. So I want to say this to the podcast host who maybe feels like she has to have guests on her show. You don't. You really don't. It's ultimately up to you and how you do it. It's up to you. Don't feel the pressure to have someone on your show. I have emails and DMs of different people requesting to be on my show. And I I get these emails and these DMs almost weekly now. And a lot of times I don't respond But I'll look at the email and if it starts out with them highlighting how amazing they are or I can tell that they have never listened to one of my episodes because they're pitching me on a topic that's already been covered on my podcast, I don't respond because you're really not looking to bring value to my audience. You couldn't even take out the time to see if that topic had already been discussed on my podcast. So why would I want to have you on my show? I only want people on my show who genuinely care about my target audience. My target audience are moms in business, moms who are running businesses and raising babies. So if you aren't genuinely invested, meaning that you are looking more at how you can find a new client, but more so looking at, I want to support this group. I want to support these women. I want to set them up so that they are successful as moms and business owners. If that's not where your heart is, then I don't want you on my show, you know, and that might seem mean or whatever, but that's the point that I've gotten to. You know, it's more than just about you getting visibility and everything. I need to know that you truly have a heart for mamas running businesses and raising babies. So yes, going forward after this summer, going into the fall, you guys are going to see something different with the interviews. Again, it's going to be mostly podcast swaps, but also 
we are going to be talking about in these interviews how their podcast has helped in their business, how it's marketed their offers, how it's helped them grow their audience for their businesses. Because this is a podcast about podcasting. This is a podcast about podcasting for your business, to generate leads, to grow your audience. And so I want to make sure that all of my content, even the interviews, are related to that. And so I want you to hear from other moms outside of me who are using their podcast for their business. So that way you can get an idea of what is possible for you. So yes, I know I went off on a tangent, but this is something that like this was one of the major lessons that I learned in these 50 episodes. And I'm glad that I came to this conclusion before I hit 100 episodes because my God, imagine if I had just kept going, (laughs) you know, like I would have got burnt out because interviews are a lot. There's a lot of planning, scheduling, all of the things. And so you want to make sure that it is mutually beneficial, that it is doing something for you, that you are getting something out of it, you know, that your audience is truly getting something out of it, but also that that guest is really valuing the fact that you are sharing your platform with them. And that's one of the reasons why, too, I am focusing on other podcasters because they know they've gone through it. They understand what it feels like to have had someone on their show and that person not even take the time to share their episode. And I I know other podcasters and, you know, people in the podcast industry say, you know, you shouldn't have that expectation. But I'm sorry, I do. I have that expectation. I feel that that is something that you should just do, like it's common decency. But hey, that's me. I'm getting off my soapbox now. So as a recap, I'm not going to go through (laughs) the five things I've learned again. If you want to hear them, re-listen to the episode. But just as a reminder, we are having a giveaway. So if you want that free strategy session with me, again, go write a review. And you can only write reviews on Apple Podcasts. So write a review. If you don't have an iPhone, borrow somebody's iPhone and go write a review. Take a screenshot before you submit the review. And if you're on Instagram, share it to your stories, tag me in it. I'm at Mama Term Mompreneur. If you don't have Instagram, email me, hello at mamatermompreneur.com. And if you want a bonus entry, head over to mamatermompreneur.com forward slash survey and complete the survey and you will get that bonus entry. All right, Mama, I will talk to you again soon. Mama, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me. If you enjoy this podcast, will you do me a favor and leave a review? Leaving a review ensures this podcast reaches other mamas just like you. All right, Mama, I'll talk to you again soon.